Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast, and I make no apologies for saying this. This week is without doubt my favourite racing week of them all. And this year, the Cheltenham Festival, I have to say, looks a mighty hard one to predict the outcome of any of the races. The featured championship races do not look predictable. First up, the champion hurdle is a humdinger. There may be no binocular due to his failing a pre-race drugs test, but a strong case can be made for so many. The Irish are extremely bullish about Hurricane Fly, and Menorah has justifiable claims. But for me, I'm going to side with Peddler's Cross, and I'm sure Kyber Kim represents storming each way value. Last year, Nigel Twiston Davis was so disappointed to miss out behind Binocular, and if he is to believe, Kyber Kim, who we know loves Cheltenham, has to be in the money. But it won't be easy. The Irish again believe Big Zeb can be the hero of the champion chase, but I think sizing Europe represents the value here, with question marks about master-minded. The world hurdle is by no means a foregone conclusion, with Grand Crew a worthy adversary for big bucks. Tom Scudamore is relishing the ride, and his trainer David Pipe knows his charge is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, his improvement has been amazing, and obviously the manner of his win last time out um, has put him into the big time. And the fact it was at Cheltenham must be a bonus because he lacked around the place. Yeah, he's straightforward. He's bomb-proof, really. Um, Touchwood jumps well, travels well, too well, if anything. You know, good safe ground to be fine for him. And like you say, he likes it around Cheltenham, so he, he seems fairly straightforward. Was it really the last day of the Cleve Hurdle that made you think this is a world hurdle horse? Because although he'd won those two races in um, quick succession at Cheltenham and Haydock back in, in the autumn... Um, there wasn't quite a sort of grade one evidence there, was there? Well, no, I mean, he won a handicap at Haydock, very well weighted, very well placed by us. Um, and, th- and now he had to prove himself in the big time and uh, he did that uh, very well. Is Big Bucks beatable? Every horse is beatable. He's, he's still the one we've all got to beat. We've got to improve a few more pounds, uh, but we're young enough. Uh, that we can and uh, you know it'd be, it's, it, you know, it's added some spice up to the race and it's, it's great for uh, all the racing fans and I think he can the Ryanair chase is another that is so difficult to assess I'm a big Kalahari King fan and Paul Nichols has said Pokalan is one of his picks of the week but listening to Daryl Jacob who has picked up some plum rides this week he's convinced Gorvain will go close I think so. He's, I think he's got a right chance. I think his run behind Riverside Theatre was a very good run the last day around Ascot. He's got the trip. He's enjoyed it. He's jumped well. And just we were we were planning to start here. Maybe he might be a champion chase horse, but he just doesn't really have the the pace for for the top two mile champion chase. So now we're you know we're going over the longer distance, and you know, the race definitely cutting up a little bit. So you know I, I'm very hopeful of a big run from him. And at 12 to 1, this could be real value. Jacob has also picked up the ride on 1833 in the RSA chase to take on what is my banker of the week, time for Rupert. I promise you, my head is ruling my heart here. And speaking to Paul Weber over the weekend, I have real confidence he can prevail, with the trainer giving a bullish assessment of his prospects. Um, The news is that um, since he missed that race at the end of January, the Argento, due to a high white cell infection, things have gone smoothly. And um, I think we've done enough with him. He's been away to Peter Cundell's gallops a couple of times. We're very pleased. When you have a setback like that, in any sport, it doesn't help when you're trying to get a horse ready for the big one. Did it, did it, was it a real problem? Well, it was a minor infection. So the important thing was just to give him enough time to get over it, not risk any secondary stuff. But on the other hand, we weren't held up for very long. It was literally, he probably didn't counter for a, a week. 
It wasn't as though he was off for two weeks and had to restart. It was probably only a week. It was only a week. But now I know you've been schooling recently. Will's been sitting on the horse. So th- that all seems to be going well. What What's coming out of the yard? Yeah, absolutely. No, we, we couldn't be more pleased. Yogi came down on Tuesday to see him. Um, and um, then he schooled up three fences yesterday, and, and, and that's all he needed to do. But the way he turned into those fences yesterday, he looked fantastically aggressive, and I, I think he's about ready. And finally, a quick thought on the Gold Cup. Paul Nichols told me that he believes Long Run is definitely the best in the race, but has issues at Cheltenham, and is sure his big two of Cordo Star and Denman will be in the mix. It is also so difficult to defend your Gold Cup crown, and whilst I have the highest regard for Imperial Commander, the value might lie with Midnight Chase. A complete Cheltenham specialist with four course wins in the last year, I think he may be overpriced, so he's going to get my each-way nod. So what a week in prospect, and should be high on drama throughout. And of course, for the very best coverage and analysis of Jump Racing's greatest spectacular, if you can't unfortunately be there, make sure you tune in to Racing UK. Have fun. Enjoy your racing week. I know I will.